Today's uh, reading comes from Luke 11, verses 14 through 28. Now, he was casting out a demon that was mute. When the demon had gone out, the one who had been mute spoke, and the crowds were amazed. But some of them said, He casts out demons by Beelzebul, the ruler of the demons. Others, to test him, kept demanding from him a sign from heaven. But he knew what they were thinking, and he said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself becomes a desert, and a house falls on house. If Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out the demons by Beelzebul. Now if I cast out the demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your exorcists cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out the demons, then the kingdom of God has come to you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his castle, his property is safe. But when one stronger than he attacks him and overpowers him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his plunder. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit had gone out of the person, it wandered through waterless regions looking for a resting place, but not finding any, it says, I will return to my house from which I came. When it comes, it finds it swept out and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and live there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. While he was saying this, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast that nursed you. But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Jesus and Beelzebul. Jesus moves forward with his mission even as he faces opposition on many fronts. The story brings the charge that Jesus exercises demons by Beelzebul, Satan. Jesus, by the power of God, is identifying himself as opposed to who many think he is. He does not operate by the power of Satan. He operates by the power of God. The issue is not whether or not he has power over demons. The mute person's restored speech verifies that he, he indeed does have that power. But some try to challenge Jesus's credibility by claiming that the demons obey him because he wants uh, because he works for their boss, Beelzebul, the ruler of demons. Some ask for a sign from heaven, something that would put to rest the source of Jesus' power. Today we will tackle the first charge, and in tomorrow's reading we will address the second. Tomorrow's will focus on the request for a sign from heaven. Today we will we focus on the issue of Beelzebul and his power. Jesus' response to this first challenge follows two points. The first is that if Jesus was truly working against demons and under the authority of Satan, that would mean that Satan's power is at war and divided in and of itself. The second point that Jesus makes is that 
he points out that they didn't ask the same question of the other exorcists. God's power is at work in Jesus. And God's kingdom is breaking into the earth, into this world, because of Jesus. The power of Satan and the demonic kingdom is real. Jesus highlights that in verses 21 and 22 when he says, When a strong man, fully armed, guards his castle, his property is safe. But when one stronger than he attacks him and overpowers him, he takes away his armor, in which he trusted, and he divides his plunder. Power of evil is present and greater than anything we can even try to plan for. Our hope doesn't lie in our strength. Our hope lies in the fact that the power of God in Jesus is stronger still and will confront that threat. Jesus and the power of evil are fundamentally incompatible. Those under the power of Satan are against Jesus. And at the end of that little saying in verse 23, he highlights that when he says, whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. This incompatibility of the powers of evil and of Jesus is further detailed. Remember that water destroys demons. So as they are exercised and as they go out of the person, they are looking for waterless places to reside. But not finding any, Jesus says, they return to the person that they used to inhabit. This time the house is clean. Everything is straightened up. Furniture is moved out. There's plenty of room. And like a party Airbnb, they invite all of their demon friends to join them. And it becomes even more evil than it was prior to this experience. What is present in Jesus is not just the absence of evil, but a power that is good and a power that comes from God and a power that can confront and defeat evil. Only that power can keep us and God's whole created order, only that power can keep us safe from unholy habitations of the forces of evil. At the very end of our reading, we have this woman who is introduced from the crowd she announces that Jesus's mother is blessed simply for giving birth to him, and that is true. But Jesus redirects us to the true foundation for blessing in this new kingdom, the kingdom of God. The true foundation of blessing is God's word, heard and lived out in response to faith. So what does this story say to you today? And how will you live this out in your life? May God bless your reflection upon this devotion. May God bless your day.